so guys let us start with our the course data science fast track course my name is nawaz i am a corporate trainer consultant and mentor so let us go ahead with the today's agenda today is a day four of this particular course as we know this course duration is uh, will be like 10 days okay three hours each right so this will be a you know day four and in this particular d will be talking about classification algorithms okay what are the different classification algorithms we have why to use classification algorithm then we'll be talking about the different classification algorithms will we will be starting with the you know logistic regression then we will be talking about the decision trees and random forest also we also talk about the model evaluation matrices like the confusion matrices you know classification report as well as the roc curve let's go ahead with the classification algorithm as you know guys this course will be a you know uh, around 80% practicals and 20% only theoretical so you can be able to you know hands on with the different algorithms of the machine learning as well as the basics of python basics of r mysql tableau and python uh, power bi right so see if we talking about the machine learning there are three main categories right first one supervised learning then second one is unsupervised learning and third one is going to be the reinforcement learning and fourth one we have a semi supervised learning so this is going to be you know hybrid type right okay so guys uh for this particular session we will be talking about the classification algorithm as we know there are three main types of the machine learning first one is supervised so in the supervised learning we have the two different you know types or you can you know solve the problem of uh, you know in the supervised learning and what are those problem first one is regression second one is classification so as we know we saw yesterday about the regression so in the regression okay we are trying to build the model which can predict a numerical values okay right a you know the prediction of cells right or a prediction of you know any price we can say prediction of gold prediction of temperature prediction of you know we can uh, talk about like a you know share market and all yeah prediction of shares and all right so these are the different types we have in the reinforcement uh, sorry in the supervised learning we can say classification algorithms okay if we talking about okay uh, this particular thing okay uh, the classification algorithm so here you can see that we are building the model which can predict a class if we talking about the you know the class so we can say that the class is having the you know the category different types of categories okay let's say yes no category is there then true false category is there like if we talking about the the another you know the example of the class so we can say that you know uh, the spam emails in the emails how many categories are there the you know primary email social email okay then we have the you know the some kind of you know spam emails 
okay right so you will find that the multiple categories in the email as well right so here as well yes in the gender male and female categories to do you know two categories are there which are main okay so these are the things so basically if you're talking about the difference between the you know the classification and regression so here as you know suppose if we have the data so here you can see that our in the regression our main goal is to you know predict a numerical values for our upcoming data set or for uh, just predict the future values right so here you can see that we have the data points with the you know we have the only data points and here you can see that the main goal is to you know find out our upcoming data points right let's say if we have the the sales data okay till the march month okay and we wanted to predict the you know the sales of upcoming month which is april right so by using previous months we are trying to you know build the model which can predict the sales of upcoming month right so that we saw in the regression now what is in classification so in the classification you will see that okay there there is you know binary class classification problem is there there is multi-class classification problem so if you see this particular plot so in this particular plot okay if you see this particular plot so here you can see that the two different you know colors in the data points first one is red second one is uh, sorry first one is green second one is blue right so here you can see that there are two different colors which means that there are two different classes in my data set yes so i have to you know classify these two classes by using some mapping in between that okay there is something okay or some you know conditions are there or some you know mathematical concept is there with the help of that we can be able to you know classify that data into the two groups okay or into the two different classes let's say the green class or let's say the blue class right so here you can see that okay we just build the model of classification okay like uh, just don't imagine this thing in the you know uh, not just the you know the two dimension if we're talking about the you know let's say we have the data of you know the 10 columns let's say at least 10 column we have so we can't imagine the you know 10 dimension data right we we you know up to three dimension of the data we can able to visualize but we can't visualize the 10 dimension data right so here okay just to understand the concept of classification okay here this plot from this plot you will understand what is classification so here in the real life you will find that the few data points okay of the you know blues as well as the few only from the green also are here in this particular blue region let's say also here you will find that the most of the data points are nothing but the green and here also you will find that the most of the blue data points okay which means that okay like there is like many times okay when when you are dealing with you know uh, real time data so at that time you will have to you know you know 
just understand that you will you know very rarely get the hundred percent accuracy accuracy right so that is the thing okay so these points this you know this out of this most of the green data points you will find that the few blue data points so those are nothing but your misclassification right in the same way here you will find that the green data points which are few data points in the blue region or most of the blue data points right so guys let's understand about the classification algorithm in more detail so that's why we will go further and we'll try to understand the different algorithms of classification right okay so let us talk about the linear regression versus logistic regression okay so guys as you know what is linear regression so here you will see that okay this right plot is going to be let's say linear regression right so here you can see that our data is different now our data is different right so this is my data so basically you have let's say x and y data you have the two classes right so but your label label is nothing but your y data right as we discussed yesterday or let me show you on the you know whiteboard so you will understand this thing now guys as you know if you are talking about the regression problem the regression problem so here you will see that the data set like this either this or you know in uh, any other you know this is the upper trend data set that i am drawing okay you may go, uh, you may get a you know data set in the downward trend or the you know the non linear pattern as well so let's say this is my you know this is my regression line and this is my data right and you know i have created i have created a you know regression line which is which is going in this particular uh, in between this data points which is exactly middle okay now this is going to be the x coordinate this is going to be the y coordinate right okay data and this is how i you know build the model of the regression now let us see if we got the data like this okay if you got the data like this okay this is my x coordinate this is my y coordinate now you will see that okay you will get the data in the range of let's say you know starting from 0 to let's say 100 but here your target variable is not the you know continuous one it is going to be the let's say discrete one okay like let's say let me assume this is okay here is my zero okay to show you just to show you okay and this is one value okay and now we got the data like this few values are over here in this particular region and few values are over here okay as we know we got the data like this x values which are okay let's say 32 22 okay 41 56 okay then 78 okay in between you know 0 to 100 right and your y data is like this 0 1 1 0 right so which means that if you plotted that data so your data is not you know visually correct you can say 
so you can simply say okay if you okay if we write this particular data so okay this is my data over here in the recreation type of problem so again the same okay let's say 11 42 okay then 53 i would say then 24 like this okay then 66 like this and here you will find that the the same kind of thing okay 21 32 okay 61 right 25 okay 78 like this okay so here you will find that okay my y data is also you know somewhat continuous you can say right so okay and this also is continuous manner okay let's say this is my you know the let's say h okay column and this is going to be the let's say any column uh let's say uh the column is going to be the height let's say okay height column is there okay so this is my age and this is my height both are continuous one so he, you will see the data like this right now if we're talking about the classification one you got the data like this x data right the y data okay this is your y data right but here you will find that in your y data y data looks like this zero and one format only there are only two classes zero and one okay so apparently okay after plotting scatter plot so you will find that your data looks like this okay few values over here and few values are over here now if you plot okay if you plotted the regression line so you will see that your line looks like this right your line looks like this okay which is not the perfect equation for this particular problem for for this particular data right so for that you will have some kind of data or some kind of model like this right so you will have the data like this let me show you again over here okay you want the model like this okay so here in the ppt if you okay if you see so here i'm trying to okay show you the same thing right i'm trying to show you the same thing understood okay this is my regression problem if we are using the regression on you know linear regression for this particular kind of data so this won't work so at that time you will have to use the logistic regression right so in the logistic regression how we just created this particular line okay what are the different transformation we applied on this particular linear line so we just able to convert this line into the s shape curve this is somewhat like s shape curve isn't it right so this is my logistic regression right so in the name itself there is logistic which means that i have used logic function over there right i have used logic function over there right so okay let us understand what is exactly logistic regression is in the you know 
in the deep way so you can be able to understand this thing right so this is going to be my sigmoid function and what is this guys okay this is over here you can put your regression line our regression function let's say your function of x which means that y equal to beta naught plus beta 1 x okay this is the just the simple linear regression i am talking about if you're talking about the multiple linear regression so you can add the terms like this beta 2 x2 up to so on beta n xn right so this is nothing but the function of x isn't it is this a function of x this is a linear combination of the your coefficients and your columns the features which are there in your data okay so that is nothing but it is a function of x f of x right so you can use this over here so one point one plus e raised to minus f of x so this is going to be your sigmoid function okay let's say you have the x like this okay the one two three four five six so on okay and you are using this sigmoid function right sigmoid function is like this sigma of x is going to be the you know you can use this formula you can use this formula you will get the values some values right you will get some values and the plot for these values will look like this the plot for this particular column right so that is the power of sigmoid function okay now one more thing here over here is okay this sigmoid function is very much important okay why i wrote this particular sigmoid function is because if you see that in our pre in our previous problem the values for y are this zero and one right there are two values okay which are nothing but the zero and one so if you wanted to find the probability of one and probability of zero so at that time this probability has nothing but the you know you can calculate by using the p of x okay which is equal to one divided by one plus e raised to minus f of x okay and this will give you the you know probability of class one right and if okay and in short okay this is a probability of x in short i will write okay like this x equal to one because here you will find this but in the continuous manner you can't write this okay because it's equal to sign and in the continuous probability you will find that if you write this so which means that its value will be zero okay that's why i'm uh, you know ignoring this thing so that's why i i have just written over this like this right so just you know forget about this because okay this is not possible to write okay the write the probability in the continuous manner like this okay so here you can see that the one minus probability of x is going to be the probability of 
so you can simply use this and what is this guys over here this is just a simple linear regression function okay let's say if i have okay let's say this is my problem y and x problem we have so i can simply write the model for this is going to be the beta naught plus beta one okay x this is simplest model i can say okay i can use this particular model okay i'll write this particular model over here and we'll get the model like this okay which is a s-shape curve right so let's go over here okay and here you can see that okay now we got the values okay in terms of you will def definitely get the values in terms of y either y equal to zero or y equal to one right so this is the thing over here so that is what i am trying to you know show you over here okay either in this particular plots or in the whiteboard as well okay if you see over here okay so here you can see that okay this is my linear regression okay this is my linear regression so if you see over here is okay if you see over here is okay the error error you see okay is very less error is nothing but the distance between your original data points and your regression line your predicted data points but if you see over here is the distance now okay is very less as compared to th this distance if you plot the regression line over here so you will find that for this particular data points distance will be very high distance will be very high so it can't predict the right output right it can't predict the right output because the aim of the regression model is to predict the continuous values or the continuous data okay so you will find that it will definitely predict the values from okay if your data looks like this so it will be able to predict the values from here okay like this but if let's say if you build the regression model over here for this particular data so you will get the values let's say okay you will let's say you will get the values from here okay so you will find that the value of y is one but you will get the value from here of here okay which is not the correct value because the y values okay are just the two values like the zero and one only two classes are there for y right so that is the problem with the regression model over here okay that's why you will have to apply the sigmoid function over here and it can be able to predict the values either zero and one okay and you know it can predict the values in the form of probability in the in the form of probability okay not the exact value not one and not zero so now let us go ahead and let's do some practical so you will understand in more details right let's do some practical okay i have shared you the you know the data okay which we will be using for this but i guess not for the logistic regression okay we will be using this particular data for the decision tree and the random forest okay we will be using okay we just creating a dummy data for the logistic regression right so guys 
let's create the dummy data okay see guys okay uh, you know when we are dealing with this thing okay like when we are dealing with this thing okay why we okay let me ask you a question why we are creating the model why we are creating the model our aim is to predict the value right either value in the form of numeric okay which means the continuous data okay either or in the form of classes zero one class right so this is our main objective to build the model right so if our data is continuous i'm talking about y okay if i'm okay i'm talking about y data which means our main target column that we want to build the model okay which can predict our target column okay so if you're talking about our y data if our y data is continuous right if our y data is continuous so we'll have to go with the regression algorithms right we'll have to go with the regression algorithms right and if your data if your target data is the labels or the class data so which means that only two values are there only three values are there only four values are there which means that that data is the label data okay that data is nothing but the label data that's why you will have to use the classification algorithms right so here i am talking about the error because if you are using the regression methods or regression algorithm for the classified data for the label data in the form of you know discrete your targeted discrete so it's not possible at that time you will get the you know very high error right so if you are using okay the regression over here this is not suitable if you are using the any other classification model that will be suitable over here right so that is the thing okay now guys let us go ahead and talk about the logistic regression so here i just rename this particular notebook as a classification algorithms right classification algorithms okay so as we know first classification algorithm we will see which is nothing but logistic regression okay so guys as we know we have to import few libraries right so what are those libraries as we know first we'll start with the pandas as pd not understood your question why what do you want to say how do you get the title in the notebook okay here you will find the you know the like uh, acha you wanted okay you want this kind of title okay if you want this kind of title you will have to convert your coding cell from the markdown cell right this is my coding cell okay i just converted this coding cell in the markdown cell and i got the title right so this is how you can create the title okay here what we are doing is we are 
okay importing the libraries okay which are important for our analysis right then second we have the import numpy it's not the comment it's the code so i'll have to go with the directly import numpy as np right third library is going to be the import matplotlib dot pyplot as plt right and what will be the fourth one for creating a classification model we will have to import the fourth library and you know in python the most important library for the machine learning algorithms which are nothing but the sklearn library okay we will be using a stats model library for regression okay not for logistic regression yes there is some confusion because of the over the name over here which is regression but you will find that logistic regression is the only regression algorithm okay which we will be using for the classification okay this is not the you know we can't solve the problem of regression by using logistic regression logistic regression is solving the problem of classification okay and this is the only model which we can you know use for the you know the classification it it can do only one thing classification not the regression we have lot of multiple models we okay which we can use it for the you know the classification as well as the regression one okay as we will talk about those as well like the decision tree and the random forest we will be okay understanding those model in the same session okay so guys okay so that's why let's go and import sklearn sklearn dot linear models okay dot linear model and from here we will have to import the logistic regression okay okay logistic regression now guys i just wanted to show you the some shortcut for this okay pyplot is not the sub library is the one module in the matplotlib with the help of pyplot you will be able to you know draw the plots okay with the very less code right so that's why we will be using that particular matplotlib okay dot pyplot now second thing is that if you see the you know if you wanted to you know import some particular let's say module okay or the model from the library so what you can do is you can simply if you wanted to you know sometimes you know like there are a lot of algorithms are there lot of models are there and you know uh, we don't know like the sometimes we just uh, you know forget that particular model that we want to import in that particular case so what we can do over here is so sklearn we can simply after dot okay like right we want to you know go with the linear models as we know so we can simply use the tab okay if press the tab and you will see that okay see here i use the you know the tab okay and now here you can see that the so many you know all the modules which are there in the sklearn see are you able to see this just use the tab right 
so my aim is to import the linear model right right so here i'm gonna import okay so this is the from i guess not the okay from sklearn dot linear model import which one the again logistic regression like right so just press the tab over here and you will get the all the list right logistic regression so here you can see that you will be able to you know go with this thing logistic regression right so this is how you can import the you know the model from the library so sometimes you will find that the you know for the names logistic regression you will find that the ls capital r is capital okay sometimes you are you know uh, getting some error okay let's say you just uh, go with the you know lower case all this word is uh, is in the lower case and if you go with this thing so it will definitely throw an error right and what will be the error logistic regression is not defined okay in this particular library right this is not a regularization technique okay this is a cross validation if you wanted to you know uh, explore your most of the data so at that time you can use this that is nothing but a sampling technique one of the sampling technique i you can say right cross validation so which means that you will be getting okay let's say if you go with a cross validation five so which means that okay the model will automatically split your data into the five parts right and after that five parts it will take the first four part into the train okay and last part into the test so it will build the model by using the first four part and the predict the model by using the last part in the same wise it will you know you know again the revise your model like it will take the first three and the last one part in the model for the training and the you know fourth part as the testing so likewise it will give you the five accuracies okay so which accuracy is better okay so you can okay if someone okay some give you the accuracy more than 90% so you can simply take that instead of taking the any other sampling samples right so that is the thing so guys let us go ahead with this and after this guys see okay first thing is that okay we are okay using this particular thing this two library first library is to read the data and pre processing it second library is to you know let's say create the arrays numpy arrays okay and doing some statistical analysis right then third library is to is for the data visualization right and fourth library is for the you know building the model okay and what else is remaining after building the model we need to evaluate the model right so for evaluating the model okay we need to import the evaluation matrices right so here we will be importing the evaluation matrices let's go with the sklearn right dot here you can see okay we will be talking about the matrix we will be talking about the matrix okay i'll be showing you how you can do this thing that's why okay import sklearn dot matrix okay from sklearn dot matrix import not the capital import the first is nothing but the confusion matrix you know 
the confusion matrix you can see over here right and second one i just wanted to import the classification report right so i can show you the you know that report so which can define the how strong your model is by using the different evaluation matrices like like accuracy f1 score precision recall right so guys let us go ahead and import these libraries let's go and execute this particular cell okay let's run this cell after this let's go and you know import this particular uh, they read the data okay now here instead of reading the data what we are doing is we are simply creating a sample data okay we are creating a sample data which is very you know small data i can say okay so what i can do is okay i'll be using the x data okay this is my the independent feature i can say and i'll be using the numpy library for creating the data and i'll be using the np dot arrange the 10 which means that it will arrange the you know the 0 1 2 up to 9 values okay and i'll be reshaping it okay i'll be reshaping it into the minus 1 to 1 which means that okay okay if we simply go with the np dot arrange 10 so you will get the data in row okay if you reshape it like this so you will get the data in as the column okay so you know again see here npy has no attribute arrange so you know i'll have to go with the arrange okay not the you know two hours right then let's uh you know create a y data right np dot array okay and here you will see that i'll be adding the list of my classes yeah so here as we know we just created a 10 values in the x data so here also i'll have to create the 10 values so as we know okay here in the y column okay y column is nothing but my target column okay so here you will see that the i'll be adding the you know 10 labels in okay either 0 and 1 so here you will see that the four labels are 0 and 6 labels are 1 okay so this is the thing so here you can see that if you go with the x so this is my x okay this is my x if you wanted to see the y this is my y right this is my y now you can see that okay it okay it has a single you know singular list you will see and then comma okay so that is the you know that is why i did the you know reshape over here okay and here you will see that the this is the single list okay and here inside the list you will see that the singular list okay so that is thing now here you can see that the second output okay second row you can see so if you see that the probability of this okay 0.62 is greater than probability of 37 right probability of 37 so we can simply say that probability okay of this is greater than this so which means that okay we got the class 0 as my prediction right 
so here you know we'll have to you know compare these two probabilities there is no threshold value for this right we will have to compare this thing okay if this probability is greater than this probability then you can simply put prediction zero okay and let's say okay here you can see that the lastly okay last row so okay so this probability is less than this because this probability is 0.97 so which means that this is the probability of class one so you can say that just make the prediction as class one what is the problem here we are trying to solve the problem of two class classification isn't it right so if we have the two class classification we'll get the probabilities only two okay either for class zero or for class one if we have the four class you will get the four columns if you have the 10 class you will get the 10 columns right so how many columns you have okay how many classes you have in your problem this many columns you will get and you will have to compare this much okay this many probability let's say you have the 10 row uh, 10 columns in your one row so you will have to compare the 10 probabilities and whichever probability is highest you can make the prediction as that particular class right as that particular class so that is the thing over here okay so first column is referred to as a class zero if the probability in that particular column is greater than the probability from this particular column two so which means that okay your class zero is your correct prediction right so here for the first three values for the first three rows you will see that probability value for okay in the first column is greater than the probability values in the second column which means that you will get the first three values the predicted values as the class zero okay and you will find that from the fourth row to the last row you will find that okay the first columns probability values are the less than to the probability values in the second column you will see okay so you will get the probably you know predicted values are nothing but the one for starting from okay for the row four to the last row which means from the fourth position to the tenth position okay there are multiple ways to find out the accuracy so first thing you can find out the accuracy like this okay just the model dot score score is nothing but the accuracy for this your x data and your y data and you can see that your accuracy is going to be the 0 0.9 uh like if we have the four classes so at that time you will have to you know you will have to check that particular row okay because here we will be checking according to rows not the how many columns are there let's say there are four classes now you will find that the there will be four columns okay if you go with the predict probability and you will have to you know go with the rows to understand this to make the predictions about either 0 1 2 and 3 because there are four classes right so starting with 0 then one class two class three class means total four class are there right so you will have to compare the four probabilities in the four columns in the first row first 
okay and which okay which probability is showing a you know highest probability in between those four probability that probability okay that class will be the predicted class right okay now this is my accuracy now second thing is that i just wanted to find out the confusion matrix so this is my confusion matrix right so guys uh let me make it markdown cell for this and let me explain the confusion matrix over here okay explanation of confusion matrix right so here you can see that in the confusion matrix see this is a two class classification problem right how many classes are there okay only two classes zero and one class is there right so that's why you will get the confusion matrix as a two cross two right as a two cross two so here you will see that okay let's say this is my the confusion matrix okay this is very important guys huh? because in the name itself you will see that the confusion name is there so it's very confusing okay so we will have to you know focus for this particular thing okay so first thing is going to be the three value is there right first thing is going to be the three value is there so we can say that okay the three value is nothing but the true negative okay true negative so in my confusion matrix you will see that the three one zero six right this is my confusion matrix okay so this is my confusion matrix three one zero six right am i right see three one zero six is there right so here you can see that okay usually in python you will get the confusion matrix like this true negative okay why why true negative because okay this is my confusion matrix okay this is going to be the true negative this is going to be the true positive okay and here you will see that this is class 0 this is class 1 this is class 0 this is class 1 okay and this is going to be the you know the incorrect prediction so this is going to be the false positive and this is going to be the false negative okay we'll be coming to this particular point okay now let us talk about the true negative here we got the value as a true negative equal to 3 what does this mean so for that let me show you the original y data okay my okay let's guys see in my original y data in my original target you will find that the 40 and 61 sorry in my y data you will find that the 40 and then 61 is there right and okay let me write it over here over here okay in my original y the actual y i can say actual y is there you will find that the 0 0 0 0 4 0s and then 1 1 1 1 1 1 total 6 ones are there but in the predicted y 
you will find that okay in the prediction you will find that only three zeros are here and then seven one are here so let me go over here okay and write the three zero okay and one two three four five six seven okay so this is the case now let's compare it let's compare the actual y values with the predicted one okay let's compare this thing right so here in the true negative okay true negative means negative means okay the class zero positive means class one now here you can see that in the actual y you will find that the first three zeros will be okay first four zeros okay uh first four values are zero but here in the predicted you will find that only three so if you compare with the three so you will find that okay these three are the you know out of four negative classes you will find that the only three correct predictions are here right so this value is the you know we can say that the correct negative prediction so guys what about next we have the false positive now here you can see that my false positive is one okay so here you can see that okay the next one okay total how many negative classes are here four na so three are the okay three got the correct prediction right but for the fourth one there is incorrect prediction right so we can say that this is going to be the incorrect negative prediction incorrect negative prediction okay so false positive which may which means that okay this positive okay this one class here you can see this one class is false okay this one class is false right that's why false positive is that one is stands for positive so that's why false positive is this okay now what about next false negative okay you will find that the false negative value is zero right so which means that okay here you you will find that okay actually we have the six positive classes value right but here okay we got the predicted values for all the six as the class one which means that this for all the positive classes you will find that the correct prediction right for all the one value you will get the predicted value as the one right so that is nothing but the correct prediction for your positive class but here we don't find any you know incorrect prediction for our one class that's why the value is zero here here over here right so here you can say incorrect negative class uh, positive class right incorrect positive prediction okay and lastly we have the true positive the value for true positive is 6 so this is my true positive 
so here you can find that okay the actual y values uh, the actual positive values are six values total ones how many ones are there six ones are there okay and the how many predictions are there for ones okay you will find that here six one value are there but the total seven ones are there because here one okay the extra one is for this particular zero class right okay and the you know the another six one classes which are the predicted one these are nothing but the correct prediction for the actual one classes so that is why you will see that the six which is nothing but the true positive right so here you can see correct positive prediction so in the name itself you will find that there is a confusion word is there okay so don't try to be you know don't uh, you know don't confuse in that particular matrix okay because there are only okay if we talk about the only two classes so you will find that the confusion matrix okay of order two class two okay if there is a confusion matrix of let's say uh how, let's say we have the okay the 10 classes like this so at that time our confusion matrix will be 10 cross 10 right but here our case is only two classes are there 0 and 1 so that's why our confusion matrix is 2 cross 2 and it is very simple to understand guys understanding is very much important okay only the understanding is there okay if you know the what confusion matrix is what these values are okay then it will be very easy okay to understand all about the confusion matrix okay and the upcoming evaluation matrix which is nothing but the classification report right so in the classification report you will see that accuracy f1 score precision and recall okay so let us go and calculate that as well okay so if you are you know missing some concept so because see when i am coding so at that time you know i'm just writing the code nothing else okay when i'm explaining something so which means that you know i'm not doing the coding coding at that time yes yes absolutely sometimes it might be you know difficult to you know do the coding as well as you know understand the explanation as well but it will be very helpful for you right like in the first it will be you know difficult to understand this uh, you know both the things here you know understand the concept as well as do do the coding right yeah the the you know the beginning part of the you know today's class is just the introduction about the what classification algorithms are and why we are using the classification algorithm that's about it so if you missed it don't worry okay the you know recordings will be there on youtube but I know why but it is you know uh, you know generally it will take you know two to three days to upload the you know recordings on youtube but uh, i don't know why they are not you know uploading you know definitely you will get the 
you know i'll discuss with my team and then you know get back with you so i'll tell you what uh, you know is what is the problem so guys uh, let us understand the classification report okay this is the code of classification report this is the you know one line code you can see okay i got the you know classification report which is you know which is which is not in a proper format okay so for that what i can do is i can simply use the print okay now you can see okay so here we got the how many things we got the precision okay we'll talk about that what is precision we'll talk about the recall okay we'll also talk about the f1 score we'll talk about the support we'll talk about the accuracy okay and these are the you know micro uh, you know average these are the weighted average okay this uh, you know are the you know not important thing i can say okay we will be talking about the accuracy the f1 score precision recall and support okay so the start with the simplest one right first start with the simplest one as we know guys what is support okay so for that how many data points are there in my data set as we know there are total 10 data points are here in my data set right so you will see that just 4 plus 6 equal to 10 right so here you will see that okay in my y how many zeros are there okay how many zeros are there four how many ones are there six so that's you will see over here okay how many class zero values are there four how many class one values are there six okay so this is the support support is nothing but the number of observation from the class zero and the number of observation from the class one understood this term support now let's go ahead with the accuracy what is accuracy like i know guys you all know about the accuracy okay let us assume that all of you know about the accuracy so what is accuracy if we're talking about the accuracy so here you can see that okay like let's go over here and understand this so here see actual how many actual values are from class zero you know four values are there how many actual y values are from class one six values are there so out of you know four class zero values model just predicted the three class zero values correctly and one is incorrect prediction is there right out of six one values okay model predicted the six all six values which are correctly predicted by the model right so there is only one incorrect prediction is there so here how many correct predictions are there total nine correct prediction in the you know in the confusion matrix if you sum the diagonal value so you will see that three plus six equal to nine so okay these diagonal values which are nothing but the correct prediction right these diagonal values are nothing but the correct prediction right and if we're talking about the non-diagonal values so if you sum this non-diagonal value so you will find that the one you know non-diagonal non-diagonal value is there so 
here accuracy equal to okay how many correct predictions are there total nine correct predictions are there because three plus six equal to nine right divided by how many observations are there total observation total 10 observations are there so you your accuracy will be 0.9 right your accuracy will be 0.9 isn't it which means that okay your model 90% of time your model is correct and only 10% of the time your model you know showing you the incorrect predictions okay now what about precision what about precision so in simple words okay precision is nothing but the you know the accuracy of your positive predictions if you are talking about the class one okay if you are talking about the class one class one is the positive okay if you are talking about the you know the class zero so you can say that the accuracy of your class zero the prediction of class zero right so precision in short is nothing but the accuracy of your class either class zero and class one so you will find that okay for this data okay precision which means the accuracy for class zero is 100 percent understood what about next okay here for class one there is 86 percent accuracy model is able to predict class one values 86 percent of time okay so that is the accuracy of the class one okay what about the recall what about the recall now basically recall just measures the completeness of your predictions okay recall just measures the completeness of your predictions which means that here you can see that we got the 0.75 as a recall which means that the 75 percent okay your class zero is you know model is able to you know find out the you know 75 percent of that or the completeness of your class zero okay what about class one hundred percent of the time okay so hundred percent of the time model is able to you know find out the positive predictions precision basically you know measures the accuracy of your either positive predictions or negative predictions. so i can write the accuracy of your class prediction right class predictions what about next the precision basically precision okay measures the completeness completeness of your class prediction
so precision we can simply say the accuracy of your class predictions okay either class class means zero and one class right okay what about recall recall measure the completeness of class predictions okay true positive okay that's great to see okay true positive plus false positive right so here you can see okay my true positive is how much six right how much six is there so let's go ahead with the calculation okay so simply what i can do is i can write the formulas first and then we'll do the calculation itself in the python so we can cross check okay with the formulas and these values right so true positive plus false negative is there right so these are the two formulas which are there for the you know precision and recall okay you can use it for your reference okay again simply use like this enter it okay now let's go ahead with the precision first okay so what is our true positive okay what is our true positive so here you can see that the six value is there okay so six divided by okay then we have the true positive plus false positive okay we have the true positive plus false positive so here you can see six divided by you know six plus one and let's go and enter it and let's round this round okay up to two decimal points 0.86 okay so here you can see that the precision for class one okay if you wanted to find out the precision for class zero so what is the formula now okay as we know this is the formula for class one okay this is the formula for your positive class what about negative class now the precision value for this particular negative class is going to be the true negative divided by true negative plus false negative okay now this you know this formulas which are for okay class one or you can see that the formulae are for class one or in short you can say that the your positive class right so that's why you will see that the true positive is there true positive is there true positive is there true positive is there right okay if you wanted to find the you know the formulas for the class zero right the for formula for class zero or in short your you know negative class so here just add the true negative here okay true negative and this is also false negative not the false positive okay and here recall for class zero is going to be the true negative divided by true positive plus false positive okay so this is the formula okay so you will have to 
you know understand these things as well okay formula will be changing for class by class right so this is for class 0 and this is for class 1 so this is first the i would say the precision for your class 1 right or class uh, your positive class that's why i mentioned the one here remember okay and you know precision one so here you can see this thing okay then what about your recall okay let me do the same uh, the you know precision recall in this particular cell as well so you will understand okay that's why what i can do is i can use the you know uh, no i can simply add the one more cell over here so you will understand okay separately it's better okay let's put recall okay and here also just put the recall for class 1 okay now here as we know the formula for class 1 okay and the formula for recall for class 1 or your positive class is going to be the true positive divided by true positive plus false negative so which means you know the true positive divided by again true positive plus false negative so now here we got the formula like this 6 divided by 6 plus 0 okay this is my recall formula okay this is my recall formula right now what about the formulas for class 0 so here these are the formulas for class 0 let me create the new cell okay these are the invalid syntax i'll just make it markdown cell okay now here you can see that guys okay the recall value for class 1 is 1 okay you will find that the recall value for class 1 is 1 this thing okay correct so here we just cross check that the record value is 1 and recall value you know basically measures the completeness of your class prediction of your positive predictions right that is the thing now let's go ahead and find out the you know precision and recall for your class 0 okay so you can simply copy this thing over here right and make it zero only okay make it zero instead of 6 you can mention the true negative which is nothing but the 3 here you can see in the confusion matrix true negative is going to be the 3 right then what about next okay the you know true negative which means the three value is there if the recall formula is wrong then we will never get the correct value you will see that the we got the value for the class 1 which is 1.0 which is 100% so here you can see that the for class 1 the value is 1 okay so how you can uh, you know describe the recall formula is you know class uh recall formula was wrong yes that's why the, uh, the name for the confusion matrix is you know the confusion matrix so you know you know sometimes people will confuse in false positive and false negative right okay you will have to understand this all the things then you will know what is you know recall what is 
precision is okay and this precision and recalls for okay are different for each class so here you will find that the you know the formula for the class zero is different right so here let me show you this is the false negative now okay the false negative is going to be the you know the going to be the zero here so let me go ahead with okay false negative is going to be zero over here so you will find that the you know precision value yeah so here here you will see that the for class zero precision value will be one so here you can see that okay let's go and run so see precision value for your class zero is going to be one and that is correct okay that is correct right this is a precision value for your class zero okay what about recall value for class zero let us copy this thing okay and go with the formula here you can see that the true negative is there so for true negative the value for true negative is three right okay value for true negative is three and value for false positive is going to be one this is a false positive right so let us go ahead with the one value okay so let us go and run okay and here you can see the recall okay this is not the class one this is a class zero okay recall value for class zero is going to be 0 0.75 here you will see we created a classification report we got the precision recall f1 score support accuracy and all these things and here you will see that okay we cross check with the formulas too okay which means that our formulas are correct and our precision recall values are also correct right then what about f1 score what about f1 score as we discuss accuracy precision recall support what about f1 score f1 score is nothing but the harmonic mean okay of precision and recall okay harmonic mean of precision recall so let's say sometimes okay if you confused about precision recall so then simply okay don't get into this okay because okay initially there are a lot of things you will have to understand right am i right initially there are a lot of things you will have to understand so what you can do is initially you can simply understand the concept okay only to try to you know the you know understand uh, you know the values of the precision and recall because you will get confused in the formulas of that okay in the initially only after understanding all the concept what is confusion matrix is okay if you understood this 100% of the time okay if someone tell you what is confusion matrix is so you are ready to explain what is confusion matrix is then you can go ahead with the precision and recall okay otherwise okay okay like simply go with the f1 score now what is f1 score so simply here f1 score will tell you that the you know your model how much your model is able to you know make the you know correct prediction about the class zero so if let's say if your f1 score is 0 0.86 so which means that 
okay your model is strong enough because if your value of f1 score is tends to 1 then you can say your model is strong if your f1 score value is tends to 0 so you can say that your model is not strong so here in my in both the case for class 0 and class 1 you will see that the values are you know quite good values 0.86 is not a bad value it's a very good value it's greater than 0.85 right sometimes people are struggling to get the zero more than 0 0.8 accuracy okay i'm not talking about the accuracy i'm talking about the f1 score if you got the f1 score which is you know greater than 0 0.85 so you know believe me your model is good right so in simple words you can say this thing only okay if your f1 score here is high okay you are near about one so you can say yes your model is good okay and model is you know good in the prediction of class zero if you're talking about class one yes f1 score is also good 0.92 okay so you can say that model is also able to you know making a you know uh, model is also strong to predict a class one values right so that's how you can understand the f1 score so if you wanted to get the value for this okay you can simply know the formula for formula of harmonic mean so what is the formula of harmonic mean then okay so if you know the formula of harmonic mean so here you can see that okay the f1 score for your class one okay so here you can simply use the precision and recall for class one first okay so two divided by because there are only two values right a precision is uh, you know precision is 0 0.86 okay let us go with this 0 0.86 and check whether this formula is correct or not because you know like the formula is like this okay if you're talking about the harmonic mean so you will find that the harmonic mean is looks like this okay the f1 score okay you will find that the one divided by okay one here your precision okay plus okay one divided by recall so okay and you know here you will find that the divided by two so after you know solving this you will find that the two divided by okay if you see that okay one divided by precision into one divided by you know recall so you will find that again if you solve this okay i'm gonna use this particular formula because this is you know simplest way to you know uh you know you know memorize the you know f1 score because you will find that f1 score is nothing but the formula of harmonic mean so harmonic mean you will write like this okay right like this okay if you solve this again so you will find that here precision into you know this precision and you know the recall i would say plus you know the recall divided by here you will see that the precision and recall right now you can simply use this okay now you can put this in the numerator again because this is a simple math step so we don't have to worry about it okay so p plus r okay so this is the simplest way okay again 
okay after solving this okay after basically why i check this because okay uh, i will use this formula okay so like after sahana gave me this particular formula so that's why i checked it whether it is correct or not and absolutely that is correct yeah so let us go with this okay one then divided by simply okay our precision which is i guess 0.86 plus 1 right and f1 score is going to be this much okay let us round this up to two digits and let's run this and here you go we got the f1 score as a 0.92 okay we got the f1 score as a 0.92 okay so that is the thing got it guys okay so now okay it's up to you you can simply again you can use the same thing you can find out the value for you know class zero okay now you can simply use this value instead of you know 0.86 you can use the 0.75 okay and you can simply run this thing okay and enter this and you here you will get the 0.86 so 0.86 and 0.92 are the same values okay which we got over here 0.86 and 0.92 so here you will find that okay why i did all this thing why i show you this thing by formula by formula and all this thing why we check this all the things why there is a need because guys in the first time okay when you are dealing with something okay you should have to understand each and everything that's why i showed you this okay now let us discuss about the decision tree okay at that time okay i will never discuss this thing with you because you know in the first okay we already discuss about this right in the first we already discuss about it okay so let us talk about the decision tree. so in the decision tree decision tree is yet another algorithm of classification okay we can use the decision tree for the classification algorithm as well as you know for for doing the classification as well as for doing the regression okay so this is somewhat similar i can say but the approach is different okay like in the logistic regression we are going to use the logic function but here we are going to use the entropy okay we are going to use the entropy okay then we are going to use the information gain then we are going to use the gini index okay these are the few terms okay with the help of that we will be building the decision tree so let's discuss let's understand what decision tree is then simply go ahead with our coding part okay so guys okay in the decision tree here you will see that let's say we have the one problem okay let's say we have the one problem is there okay so and what problem is that does the person likes computer games or not okay does the person likes computer game or not right so here you will find that 
okay here you will find that you have the data of your you know other members you took the data from okay you check with the you know multiple persons na? okay so you have the person's data like they their a their gender their occupation right so what we are checking is that okay depending upon their different you know inputs their different features like a gender okay occupation like that so we are asking the questions okay this is a you know question question based model i can say okay let's say okay if we talking about if age is you know less than 15 okay we got how we got this value age is less than 15 and then we uh, you know split my data so basically we can say that okay just by implementing the entropy information gain information gain is the you know one major with the help of that we can able to you know find that the root node so this is my root node in simple words okay this is my root node right and okay from that okay we can say like this okay we can split the data so here if age is less than 15 so we can say that okay here okay here the term is minus one the term is minus one so this is going to be the prediction score for each leaf leaf is nothing but your outcome okay leaf is nothing but the outcome right so here you will find that okay first we go with the age column okay we check with if age is less than 15 so we can simply say that yes okay the you know negative score is there which means that you know they are uh, we can we can say that the the like they don't like you know computer games like that okay if you're talking about the yes okay then we'll go and check the another feature whether the gender okay is that person male or female if yes so yes they likes computer games if you you know if the you know the person is not male so which is in fact female so we can simply say that you know they also like the you know computer game but a little okay not that much okay as the males like right so this is how you approach with the decision tree okay so let me show you another example okay in the whiteboard so you will understand again the different one okay now at this time okay my question is to you know depending upon the few criterias okay i just wanted to uh, you know decide whether uh, you know i'm gonna you know the accept the offer from the company or not okay let's say okay i you know i did the interview of one of the company okay and you know they give me the offer later right so so in the first what will i check i will check okay the different things okay first let me okay uh, i'll check the salary okay how much salary they are offering okay if the salary is in my criteria so i can accept the offer or otherwise the rejecting the offer right if salary is in my range okay 
let's say whatever range xyz range i want in as a salary okay in that range if the salary is there so i'll accept the offer otherwise i can reject the offer okay then this is my first criteria what will be my second criteria here you will see the second criteria let's say okay i just wanted to see okay the whether okay company is uh, giving me you know work from home or work from office okay work from okay home or let's say work from office okay so i'll check this thing okay if i'm comfortable with you know work from home situation so if the company is giving me a work from home in that case i'll accept the offer otherwise i can simply reject it okay now third situation okay is the company you know near to my home okay if not so are they providing any cab facility or not i'll be checking this thing as well okay if company is near to me and let's say i just wanna you know i don't wanna you know go with the work from home okay or the remote location okay so what i can check is okay if the you know work is like let's say you know work from office so what i can do is i'll check are they providing a cab facility if yes so i can simply accept it or reject it so here you will see that the accept the offer okay or simply the reject okay right so this is how okay humans okay are just making the decisions okay in the same way okay decision tree is also making the decisions right decision tree is also making the decision understood guys and here okay these are the few terms okay this is going to be the root node okay these are just the nodes okay this thing these are just the nodes you know i can say these are okay you will see these are just, just the you know leaf node right so this few criteria are there okay we will have to understand these terms okay what does this mean and what does this mean okay so that is the thing okay so that is the decision tree in short okay so what we can do is we can now simply take a simple data right and implement the decision tree on it right and one more thing guys the data again is pre-processed okay because if we go with the again the for each and every data set if we go with the pre-processing steps then it will be you know very time consuming process right and you know as we as you know we uh, have the some limited amount of time so that's why let us go and use the pre-processed data and implement the decision tree algorithm right it's very you know it's very cool algorithm okay now again as we know guys what are the different libraries we wanna import let's say we created the new notebook so that's why we'll have to import the again the libraries 
so that's why what we can do is we can use the same libraries over here but now okay now we can simply you know change this linear model to our decision tree model okay right we just wanted to change this thing okay so there are few things which are there okay we can do this thing okay we can simply go with the tree tree method is there and in the tree method you will find that okay let me remove this and just use the you know tab and in the tab you will find that okay there are multiple you know you know algorithms are there like base decision tree is there decision tree classifier is there decision tree regression is there then export graph is this is the visualization of decision tree right export text is there okay you can export the you know decision trees of all the fundamentals like like how the decision tree you can create that kind of text you can export it okay then extra decision tree classifier is there extra extra tree regressor is there okay these are the few algorithms are there means which means just the you know variety of algorithms you can simply say okay this is a classification problem because we are talking about the classification problem right so that's why i'm gonna use the decision tree classifier over here so let's go and enter it okay if you if you wanted to you know solve the regression problem so you can use the decision tree regressor okay this is okay these are the few things okay now in the data set i just wanted to you know as you know as we are coming with the you know going forward with the multiple data data set so as we know okay each and every data set is different so we will have to make few changes in our data set right we will have to make the few changes in our data set isn't it so uh, you know at that time okay okay these are the you know few things we'll have to do these are the compulsory one let's go and run this okay and let's go and read the data okay then at that time okay when we are dealing with that particular situation let's say to split the data we need again to you know import the skill and dot model selection import train test split method so at that time we'll you know again use that particular code to import that particular method right so let us go ahead quickly and import the our data okay so here i'm gonna use the read the user's data okay as i shared the user data with you so i know okay we will find the user data over here yeah user data dot csv okay and i hope you got the you know uh, the user data file as well you downloaded it from the drive right if not try to download it okay now this is my user data okay let's go and run this and let's see the data now okay this is my tf dot head i just wanted to see the top five entries of my data and here you can see the user id gender is there age is there estimate salary is there and purchase history is there okay now what is my problem over here i just wanted to create a classification model okay okay this is the first thing 
I just wanted to do. Now here you can see that in my data you will find that the user ID is there. Okay. Now user ID is just the you know is just the you know the nominal scale data, just the label. Okay, that we wanna you know uh, you know just the you know unique label or the unique ID I can say right primary key in SQL right that is my user ID right then I don't want this because this is not helpful for my uh, you know model building part so what I can do is I can simply remove it or I can simply drop this particular thing right so instead of dropping what we can do is okay we can taking the few columns which we will be using for our further analysis right then second column is gender okay J gender column is there again then we have the age right okay then we have the estimated salary column so basically these three columns which are important for our analysis right these three columns which are important for our analysis then we have the you know purchased history so basically it depends upon my data of the customers okay we will have to you know identify whether the person purchase my particular product or not okay so this is my target okay this is this is my target so i have past data depending upon the age depending upon the gender and their estimated salary okay i will check whether the customers are preferring to purchase my product or not now our main goal is to you know what is my problem okay i just wanted to build the model of classification why i wanted to build the model of classification because i just wanted to see whether customer is interested to purchase my product or not that is my main problem okay i just wanted to check whether the customers are interested to purchase my product or not okay and on the basis of their estimated salary age gender okay i will check okay whether the customer is going to purchase my product or not so i have few i have the data of few you know customers the past data and you know the customers which you know you know didn't purchase my product as well so i took the data of you know those customers as well because they just you know visited to my you know uh, you know website okay and just i just you know uh, took the survey okay from those customers okay so and in the survey i got this many features gender age estimated salary as well okay as well as we got the rot you know lot of things right but here you will find that okay we took this much only because just to show you how to implement the decision tree that's the main aim of mine over here in this part for this particular session now here okay in i'm gonna use the age and estimated salary as my independent features okay age and estimated salary because of the you know due to the time restrictions okay we'll have to go with this two you know salary uh, the columns okay because here you will find that the you know gender column is the again the male and female column i'll have to you know add the you know one one hot encoding to you know chain that 
again and do some pre-processing again so so because of time restriction okay we'll go ahead with only age and estimated salary and we build the model which can predict the purchase history right which can edit that person is able to you know purchase my item or product or not right so for that i can simply split my data into as a my input data and my output data so what is my input data okay df dot i lock as we know we use this method in the previous sessions as well okay all the rows i want but in the you know in the x only i want age and estimated salary so i'll use the age and estimated salaries index number over here okay so i'll add the index number like this the two because here index number start with zero then one and for age index number is two and for estimated salary index number is three so what i'll do is i'll add the index number as the three right so i mentioned these two and three in the list that's why okay i'm able to get the output okay as the age and estimated salary okay if i'm using this like this okay two and three then you will get only two column not the three but now understand i will be using the two and three in the list okay in the list then we will be getting the values okay so i want the values now so what i can do is dot values okay i want the values only not the name and all okay second thing is that i wanted to extract the target from my data again i'm gonna use the i lock method okay i'll use the square brackets i want the all the rows of my target column and i want the you know my target column which is of the indexed four right that's it dot values i just want the values nothing else i don't want the you know column name and all right so these are my this is my data yeah now after this after getting the data x and y okay here what i can do is i just wanted to split that data into training and testing okay and why i just wanted to split that data into the training and testing because i will build the model on the training data and i will make the prediction on the test data so okay which means that i i will be checking my model is comfortable with the new data or not right so you know let us do that then you will understand this thing sklearn okay dot model selection okay import train you know here you will find that the train test split so many things are there guys huh? okay train test split now here you will find that i'll have to add the you know the data sets which i wanted to create from this okay so how many data set i just wanted to create i just wanted to create the data for the x train right i just wanted to create the data from x test right and remember guys the order for this data set is very much important huh? okay if you miss the order you will get the wrong results okay y train and y test the order is very much important train test split 
just add the x data just add the y data and i just wanted to take the you know uh, my training data as a you know 70 percent of my overall data okay so that's why i'm gonna you know make this you know set the size for the test data is going to be the 30 percent so 30 percent which means 0.3 right 0.3 and basically this is going to be the splitting but in the form okay in a random way okay as we know we we uh, we understood what is you know the simple random sampling is so in the simple random sampling which means we are taking a samples randomly from the data so here we are doing the same thing okay we are taking the samples first we are taking the 30 uh, you know 70 percent okay random variables random values from my original data right and we are taking the you know 30 percent of my data which is totally taken by random in my test data okay so 30 percent as my test data and 70 percent as my trained data right so and last step is going to be the random state is there why because after doing this i don't wanna see any changes in my accuracy okay because let's say if you are working in a team you want the you know the same accuracy each and every time so th then you can use the any constant value as the you know parameter pa you know parameter random state and that particular constant value in your team which means your all the teams are using a random state equal to 10 okay then all of you will get the same results okay this is the thing now let's go and run this okay now okay let me show you the you know the size for this train dot the size for this is going to be the you know 280 okay now what i can do is i can simply print the you know user data size dot shape so i'll get the shape of my original data then print of my extend data okay then i can simply copy this thing okay now here what i can do is i can simply copy the you know x train then y train then x test you know and then y test okay let me run this okay user data is not defined okay not user data it's df okay so yeah so see you know i'm doing this in front of you so sometimes error will be you know might be there so you will find that okay you will have to okay if you know how to read the error then you will definitely you know you know able to you know read the error and you can solve that particular error right so here you go yeah y test so here you can see that guys okay initially we got the data how much 400 you know variables are uh, 400 observations are there and only five columns are there okay out of which okay four columns are nothing but my input column and one column is my target column now here you can see that okay i took only two column as my independent data x data right 
in my x data you will find that only two two columns and in my test data you will find that in my target data you will find that only one column that's why you will see that only the rows not the column you know understood so this is the thing now we can do it okay we can simply here you can see that the second thing okay what we can do is okay now if you see the let's say okay if you see the train data so you will see that the range okay range of your first column okay the age column you know 49 47 50 is there and the range of the estimated salary is very big it's a five digit number or sometimes might be six digit number you will get okay so as compared to two digit number okay this is the six digit or five digit number so when you are building the model so at that time this this column will dominate right yes so at the time of building the model okay this column will dominate this column will have the highest weightage right and this column has the you know lowest weightage so i don't want this kind of scenario i want these two columns will will be on a you know same weightage so that's why what i can do is i can simply convert this data okay into a you know i can do a data transformation okay so i can transform simply the range of both the data so that's why we have the few data transformation technique so in the you know that is nothing but a feature scaling that is nothing but a feature you know scaling right so here what we will be doing is we will be doing is feature scaling okay to you know change the transform the range of both the data right and then you know again for that what we want we want you know pre-processing pre-processing from escalon dot pre-processing import the one thing which is nothing but the standard scalar right we want the standard scalar right so this is nothing but a, you know okay this is the you know one method with the help of that you can transform this data into and you can convert this into the same range right so that is the thing so let's say okay so standard scalar you can do uh so i'll be creating this okay i'm gonna use this let me copy this quickly okay okay and after this i'm gonna use this or apply this on my train data because you will find that we will be building the model on x train data right and then we will be implementing on the you know the test data so that's why we will have to transform this data so this data is the you know x data na? so x train as well as x train okay so we will be transform transforming our both the data the x train and the x test as well right so first let's go and transform the x train data right so we will be implementing stx dot fit underscore transform right transform right so here simply add your train data okay and here copy this thing okay and put it over here and simply change the data x test right 
and enter this and now let me show you the data now are you able to see we just change the data we transform the data in the same range now the range for this is going to be the you know the range of standard normal distribution minus 32 plus 3 you will see that the your 99.997 you know six times nines means you know around all the data 100 percent of your data we just transform into the range minus 3 to plus 3 okay so here you will see that the your initial data is this and you just transform the data like this so now okay my data is ready so now let's go and build the model okay so as we know we created the model we imported the model already so my decision tree model is this okay decision tree now in short let's go with the model name okay and as we know uh, the name of our model is going to be the decision tree classifier right right so this is my model's name okay now what i can do is i can simply use this model to fit on my data right that we did in the logistic regression as well right so this is the thing okay so so here you can see that now we are using the extend okay data to you know make the model which can predict my y column so we will be using this x and y data of the train for building the model first so let's go and run this right so here you will see that i'm gonna run now okay run this now here you can see that uh, fit missing one argument positional you know why no this is the method this is not the attribute right yeah yeah this is the method this is not the attribute yeah done with the you know the thing yeah now okay what we can do is after building the model our aim is to go for the prediction one right so we can simply go for the prediction one here you can see that we are just making the predictions now you know the we are using the model dot pred okay uh, model dot predict and here we are simply you know implementing our x train data and we will be getting our you know predicted values so we can use that predicted values to build the confusion matrix right okay just we just uh, you know going to build the confusion matrix and in the confusion matrix we are using the y train my target column actual target column and my predicted target column y train predict right and let me go and see so this is the first thing now what will be the second thing simply copy this okay and you know transform this at the classification report okay and make the use the print function right and let's run it and here you can see that we got the output and you know that how to read the accuracy precision recall f1 score support i told you already now this is for the train okay so you can do the same thing for the test as well 
because we created the model now so you can do the uh, same thing for the test so let me quickly show you and then we will stop guys now here let us use the test okay we are going to make the prediction of the new day for the new data set okay test is not okay test is my new data set see okay we created the model we build the model on the train data you see that the train data we took okay we didn't touch the test data right we didn't touch the test data now we are using the test data to make the prediction of my let's say my model now using or handling the new data now right so that's why i'm gonna show you the results for this okay so let me you know change this to train to test and let me go and run this then you will understand okay here you can see okay now initially my model is able to make the predictions okay 100% of the time correctly on the train data but when it comes to new data okay new data that my model don't know about it so at that time my model is able to you know get the accuracy only 85% so you see the some kind of drop over here some kind of drop over here so you know you will find that for the new data set for making the prediction about the new data set you will find that some kind of less accuracy okay so guys that is it how we can you know build the model and how we can check the models credibility okay credibility so here you can see that the 85 percent accuracy is that for the predict for the prediction of new data set okay so guys uh, that is it about the today's session uh, thank you guys thank you very much